I know how to run a hair salon, but for small business insurance, I chose my State Farm agent. She's a small business owner too, so she knew how to help me personalize my policies. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another edition of 100 Yards Football Sports Talk Radio. I'm your host and producer this afternoon, Logan Landers, and join me to talk about the Heisman winner. We're going to do a draft prospect special, 2024, that is, of quarterback out of LSU, Jaden Daniels. Joining me, as always, to break down this tremendous player, former NFL draft scout, draft savant, and, of course, you can check him out on firstroundmock.com, Daniel Kelly. What's going on, DK? Hey, Logan, everything's going the rest of the country right now, but I'm in Key West, Florida, where I live, and um, it's actually pretty warm out today. And I'm so glad. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if people want to hear that, though, because I'm from Minnesota. You'd be uh, surprised. I don't get many likes on Facebook this time of year. I wonder why. Surprising. I'm not sure. I'm not sure yeah, why. That who knows? <laughs> but I'm doing good, man. <laughs> good. And it is, a, uh, it is a chilly, last I checked, it was about 17 degrees here. Uh, in the peach state of Georgia. So uh, we are bundled up and it is very cold, but we are talking about a, uh, obviously a red hot player on the screen here. Guys coming off a Heisman trophy. Can't get any better than that in college football in terms of the awards, Jaden Daniels. So guys, if you enjoy the video, give us a like, follow, share, and of course, subscribe. So don't miss a single episode. We go live each and every single week on Facebook and on YouTube. Well, DK, let's go ahead and get into it. My friend, go ahead and break down this young quarterback coming out of LSU with the Tigers. Absolutely. Thank you, Logan. And hello, everybody. Uh, you're taking a look there. He's pictured on your screen. Number five for LSU, Jaden Daniels checking in at six foot four, 210 pounds. And kudos, uh, before I even begin, kudos on a great season uh, for Jaden Daniel, you know, capping it off with the Heisman Trophy. Uh, you know, he, he's definitely uh, a guy that, that, that deserves uh, a lot of credit for what he's accomplished uh, at LSU. And, and so far, I mean, I've kind of vacillated on this guy. I've, I've looked at him over the course of three seasons. Um, you know, I've vacillated between a second and a fourth round grade on him over the last three seasons. I have now studied Jaden Daniels in, in 21 games and, and as we you know during the course of the three years and, and as we've seen throughout the years uh, you know great college quarterbacks do not always translate to great NFL quarterbacks uh, no question I mean, I want, I want to make this very clear as a talent evaluator. And I talk just like I would talk if I was sitting in an NFL war room with coaches and GMs and front office executives and the owner of the team. No question. You know, Daniels looked the part in 2023, and that's what makes him a very tough evaluation. Um, you know, I, I like his toughness and his aggressiveness. Uh, he, he ran the ball well. Uh, he has a sweet deep ball. Uh, 135 explosive plays. Okay. Yes, I get it. Everybody in social media doesn't think I get it, but I get it. Okay. I understand he's got the best deep ball in this draft class. He's the most elite running quarterback in this draft class. Okay. I get that. The biggest concerns I have as a talent evaluator, because when I watch these college quarterbacks, I put on my NFL colored glasses and 
The translation is what I'm looking for. And my biggest concerns is somebody who's been in the league is his thin, frail, slender build. Uh, you know, all I can think of when I watched the film at LSU was what happened to RG3 when he took that catastrophic hit when he played the Baltimore Ravens that all but ended his NFL playing career. I posted it yesterday at First Round Mock. I posted it on there at last check. It had over 87,000 views, the, the post I made about this, um, and, and I referenced that hit. Uh, it, it's something where, you know, it's a huge concern. Why is it a huge concern? You're talking about somebody who runs the ball 312 times over the last two seasons at LSU. And when I say runs the ball, I don't just mean he slides like he's stealing second. I don't just mean he ducks out of bounds gracefully. I mean, this guy loves full-on contact. He has an insatiable appetite for contact. He runs square into defenders face first. That's a huge concern. Running the ball with the mentality of Derrick Henry when you're built like uh, just like, you know, that slender and thin. You can look at his pictures online. This is the most thin-looking frame quarterback I've seen in over 40 years uh, entering into the National Football League. But being thin isn't the only issue. It's 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 other issues, too, that relate to him playing the quarterback position. OK, and outside of him, you know, get, you know, going to get crushed in the NFL. There are passing concerns. OK, now the, the number one concern I have is he leads the offense at LSU with an inconsistent rhythm and tempo. Quarterbacks are like the drummers and a band. OK. They are responsible for setting the tempo on every single play, and the offense kind of, you know, marches to the beat of that drum, much like a band marches to the beat of a drummer. They're the ones that set the timing and everything else that goes on the offense. Timing with an offense is everything. We're talking about timing routes. We're talking about cohesion. We're talking about offensive linemen out illegally being downfield. We're talking about a lot of different factors here to go into this. Daniels, his footwork when he's in the pocket, another concern in his drop points are extremely unpredictable. Uh, and that's an issue, too, because it's not, you know, you know, when a quarterback throws the ball to the receiver, you know, old school, it was three, five, seven foot step drop fire. And, and quarterbacks and receivers worked on that tempo and that rhythm and, and just and they kept doing it. Daniel's different case. He's all over the road. He's all over the map uh, on, on his footwork and his drop points and depth points in the pocket before he releases the ball. That's a huge concern. Huge. Um, another thing is he looks very uncomfortable in his own domain. It's like some being uncomfortable in their own home. Uh, he, he is is very uncomfortable in the pocket and, and he he's filled, absolutely filled with this, this, this nervous energy. It's what fuels him. But listen, guys. He plays scared. It, 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 it's something where it causes him, even he's so scared that it causes him a lot of times to prematurely take off running and to rush instead of sitting in the pocket with poise and delivering the ball. My other concern, big one here too, is, is that, that you know he has mental lapses. 
Daniels sometimes will freeze when you're watching him on game film in the pocket like a deer in headlights. This also caused him to hold the ball a long time, which of course is what cleared out all those college level defenses and those big areas for him to run and exploit. Uh, and with those big yards on the ground, it's also what's caused him to, to take 65 sacks. Let's think about that for a minute. 65 sacks over two seasons. How is that possible for a guy with elite athleticism and elite running ability to get sacked that many times? Okay. That's the big question that I have. Joel Milton, the third at Tennessee, who's 6'5, 240 pounds. Okay. And when he's sitting in the pocket, I think he took on like 16 sacks this last season. Okay. So, and of course, it was his first season. It's an apples and oranges comparison, but he's getting sacked a, a fair amount uh, in the pocket. I think it was 43 times, uh, you know, 2022, 22 times this last season. And uh, in, in, in also, he's taken 129 sacks over five seasons. Uh, when you look at, at, at different things that, that happen when he has a mental lapses, again, he can miss wide open targets downfield because he becomes so preoccupied to run instead. He can throw some ill-advised passes, and there's numerous occasions on game film where he throws short of the sticks on critical third-down situations, and they didn't pick up the third down. Pro Football Focus says that Jaden Daniels has a 2.91 second time to release. What does that mean? What is the translation? Again, apples to oranges because we're going to college to pro, but when you look at PFF compared to the stat line on next-gen stats, 2.91 seconds, guys, is the same as Zach Wilson with the New York Jets, who has been a bust up in New York. I'm seeing, in conclusion, Daniels is a high-level NFL backup type. Uh, I know that's a very unpopular opinion, uh, but it, it's it's something where he, I feel very strongly he's the type of guy who can come in and provide a much needed spark for an offense. Um, he, he, again, a very high injury risk, and that must be mitigated. I feel as far as the the, the risk analysis, it must be taken into an account. The high injury risk, along with the other factors I talked about. Bottom line, Jaden Daniels will be a bust. You can quote me on that, highlight it. He will be a bust if he's taken in the, in the first round and designated as a starter right off the bat in the National Football League. Uh, keep in mind, he's probably, if, if, if the NFL and the, and the national media get their way, uh, he might go you know, in the top 15. He's going into a bad situation with, with a team with a bad record, more than likely. Uh, expectations are going to be sky high coming in there. There's this Lamar Jackson comp out there, which I think is extremely unfair to Jaden Daniels to compare a rookie to the possible NFL MVP. Uh, you know, that's going to set the, the bar really high right off the bat. You know, the, the, the groundwork is there. Okay. The groundwork is there for him to be a surefire bust. If he's taken in the first round and designated as a starter, uh, the thing that will ruin him as a starter in the National Football League is the fact that his mid, mid, you know, it, it's, it's short, the intermediate game is mid. Okay. Like they like to say in social media. It, it, and that's where a majority of offensive plays are scripted by NFL offensive coordinators on a game to game basis at short to intermediate route level. 
And everybody focuses on the running, everyone focuses on the deep game, but where we're not focusing on what we have need to have a national conversation about is how average Jaden Daniels looked passing the ball in the short to intermediate route range. Your thoughts, Mr. Landers. Well said, Mr. Kelly, as always, bring that heat each and every single week. When I look at Jaden Daniels, uh, he to me, he really personifies the current generation of quarterbacks where you are, in a sense, kind of a run first, pass second in a way. Uh, you mentioned it. He is, I describe him as jittery um, in the pocket. You see good, him. Good, good analysis. He kind of seems like he's a cartoon character when he has too much coffee. He's just kind of bouncing around and looking to, to scramble, which, as you mentioned, can be good. It can lead to some positive yardages. But it could also be his downfall, as you mentioned, with the amount of sacks he's had, uh, just trying to do maybe a little bit too much and trying to play a little too much hero ball. Um, now, no doubt he, he's got some toughness, obviously. He, for his small frame, he's not afraid to take big hits, which for college, like I said, he's had a relatively healthy career. But he's going into the NFL where they're bigger, they're stronger, they're faster, and they are going to hit a lot harder. So whatever, he, whatever team he goes to, they will tell him, look, you are not a Josh Allen type of player who runs for contact or Patrick Mahomes per se. You have to get down or else you will get lit up each and every single Sunday. That's just something he has to learn at the next level. Obviously, his, his interception or his touchdown to interception ratio is fantastic. Uh, you can look at the numbers and how well that is. He's good at keeping the ball out of the fender's hands. Um, we, we mentioned he's got great speed. He loves to attack downfield as well. You mentioned, DK, he's got that great long, deep field accuracy that's coveted in the National Football League going for those big plays. Um, mm -hmm. But, I mean, that's the thing with him. He's got a, a little bit of a longer release, like you said, 2.91, a little bit in the long side, uh, just with how his motion is. And it's going to be curious to see because we know that the talent that was at that LSU team, um, you know, just with Malik Neighbors, Kayshawn Boutte, just to name a few, how good of a wide receiver room. I mean, that's the big thing with all these guys who come out of college is, yeah, they had, you know, good stats. You can see how well he did. But in the NFL is where you really can see, was it the quarterback or was it the receivers that made said quarterback? Jane Daniels, it remains to be seen. I like the young man, but there, like you said, there's a few flags that need to be put up. For me, it's his size. Obviously, he's going to be one of the most small players I've seen in the NFL. I mean, you, you see, you know, everyone was talking about Jalen Hurts and whatnot and how he's a tiny guy. I mean, Jalen Hurts looks like Hulk Hogan compared to Jaden Daniels. <laughs> and, and that's not a shot at Jaden Daniels. No, it is. It is. But it's the truth. It's the truth. It is. Absolutely. It is. And, and that's just how his body frame is. He can't, you know, he can bulk up and get some more muscle, of course. But that's just how his current frame looks. Uh, but I, I like Jane Daniels. I think he's a good quarterback. Um, it's going to be interesting to see, though, where he goes. But like you said, Everyone looks at the highs, but you, sometimes you have to look past that. We know he's got a lot of pros, but yes, he also does have some cons. you got to have, as you mentioned, DK, and I'll reiterate on this, if you don't have that good short to intermediate route, that 5 to 10 to maybe 15 yards, a little less than that, you are not going to be able to make it in today's NFL with how good defenses are. And I think that Jaden Daniels is going to be a good prospect if he goes to the right team, if he gets the right coaching. But I'm not sold on him being – just the the be-all, end-all of quarterbacks 
in this draft, at least. I think he's got good talent. I think, obviously, he showed it. Winning the Heisman Trophy, well-deserved. But I am not sold yet on the young man out of LSU. Mr. Kelly, your final thoughts. Well, Mr. Landers, you, you bring up a, a lot of very good points that, that, that I echo and, and I agree with. It's, it's he does. That's part of the intrigue. He does fit this NFL trend, Patrick Mahomes craze. Uh, these, these quarterbacks can move around and run. That's all fine and dandy. But there's only one Patrick Mahomes. Yep. You know, and, and and that's the thing is everybody tried to be Joe Montana back in the 80s with the West Coast offense, and there was one Joe Montana. And and so when, when we look at a Jaden Daniels, I, I think to your points, I, I think with the flags you're talking about, um, you know, we do. And that's what I believe in at firstroundmock.com is I believe in a balanced narrative. I'm not doing this for clicks. I'm not just hype. I'm balancing the narrative on these guys. Because it's the right and fair and truthful thing to do. Uh, setting un unrealistic expectations and setting the bar up here and say, okay, guys, here comes Lamar Jackson Jr., um, you know, is ridiculous because it, it, it's you got to look at who he is as a prospect. And, and we have to ask ourselves the tough questions that nobody wants to talk about, but it needs to be discussed on a national level. And that's this. And you hit on it. You know, we're talking about this 2.9 one time to throw um you know three seconds i mean that that's you know it takes me more than three seconds to get to my microwave big deal right but not in the nfl it's a big deal it's one mississippi two mississippi you're hitting the mouth it, it's it's you got to get the ball to your hands and this is the challenge we've seen. Listen, Justin Fields was my QB1 in 2021 coming into the draft. But I, I evaluate every single snap of Justin Fields this past season uh, for, for Yard Barker. And, and, and the problem there is the pre and post uh, snap recognition is too slow with Justin Fields right now. And, and that's why he's got the slowest time to, time to throw in the NFL, according to the next-gen stats at, at, at 3.23 seconds, I believe, is because of that, okay? We have to ask ourselves the tough questions. Can Jaden Daniels even read college-level defensive coverages? Is that a valid question? It is. Why? Well, you touched on it, Mr. Landers. He's got weapons, He's got weapons at LSU. He had he had uh, Kayshawn Boutte you talked about. He's got Malik Neighbors. He's got uh, Brian Thomas Jr. Uh, he's got the uh, you know the twelfth best offensive line that was nominated for some big award this year uh, with with the uh, with the offensive line there. This is not uh, you know everyone says oh Shador Sanders the offensive line's terrible blah blah blah. This is not what we're talking about. We're talking about a very good offensive line with a lot of weapons at his disposal. And he, with that type of athleticism and running ability that he has, why is it taking him 2.91 seconds to unload the ball? What's going on back there is the question every NFL general manager has to answer, answer and, and for themselves. Yes, sir. Well said, Mr. Kelly. As always, you broke it down beautifully, as you do each and every single week. It's an absolute pleasure, my friend, talking some sports, talking some draft prospects with you. Well, guys, as Likewise. always, I've been your host, producer, Logan Landis. If you enjoy the video, give us a like, follow, share, and subscribe on our social media platforms and on our podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. It will each and every single week. For Mr. Daniel Kelly, I've been your host, producer, once again, Logan Landers. Enjoy your weekend, everyone. We'll talk to you all again on another live episode. We'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.